Episode 108, Holiday Treats versus Holiday Nourishment. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this episode started. Hello, my lovely ladies in the making. I wanted to talk today about a recent coaching call that has been like circling in my mind. And I think you all are going to find it awesome when you consider what you eat around the holidays. So oftentimes around this time of year, we're dealing with a lot of food around. <laughs> We got events coming up. We got changes in schedule. We got food in every break room. We got food gifts coming. We got food gifts going out. We got food-a-palooza. And in America, it's just going to, I don't see it going backwards. I think it's just going to get more and more and more. Food is cheap. It's easy. It's accessible. And we use it to show love. Now, I think initially that was always grounded in necessity, right? Like if you think about it in the past, you know, 100, 200 years ago, it's probably really good to get gifted food. It was really important to come to a big holiday meal if you traveled for a day to get there and there was no food on the way. So you really wanted to feed people heavily before they left. And you might give them gifts because frankly, way back then you were probably making it. It was really special and it took you a ton of effort. And now it's like, I still got Halloween candy, Thanksgiving, and now we're coming on Christmas all over this house. (laughs) I would love it if someone would take it out of here right about now, because there's just more coming my way. And so many of our holiday traditions revolve around food. They just do, right? So in our Lively Lady Club coaching recently, we started talking about the difference between your energized eating plan, which is if you're new to the podcast, our energized eating plan is the plan to help you lose weight in a way that you can stick there. I like to think of it like your favorite family cookbook. And as I've shared with many of you, now's the perfect time to work on that because all the family recipes are out. By the way, we're doing a special in December in the Lively Lady Club where if you join, you get the month of January for free. So if you're thinking at all about this, we can help you create magic in December so that in January, guess what? You're already in and you don't even have to pay for the month. I get you. I see you. Right? Make sure to join us. There's really no reason not to because in December, we're having a ton of fun creating life-focused weight loss, which is a huge aspect of this. As we look at your energized eating plans, I have had more than one of my dear, lovely, lively ladies ask me, well, okay, I think I might, maybe I'm being too strict here, but how can I justify that Christmas cookies are the best energized eating plan for me? And I respond to them, you probably can't, (laughs) right? Yet here's the problem. 
if you don't learn how to eat them, you're going to eat them sooner or later. And by that, I mean, you'll wait either until you're too frustrated, too deprived, the scale didn't move, it's been too bad of a week, or you may get really, really motivated and do really well and somehow make it all the way to your weight loss goal. And my guess is the first thought of a reward will be those foods for you. Have you been there, my dear lively ladies? I have. And I'm guessing you have too. And so when we look at energized eating and we look at these types of foods, I think the best question to ask yourself to begin with is, am I looking at this as holiday nourishment or a holiday treat? And what's the difference for me? I asked my lively ladies on our coaching call to envision themselves in the future. By that I mean, and you can do this right now, when you're sitting at your healthy weight goals, when you're actually there living there. I know for some of you guys that feels really distant, but just play it out in your head right now, okay? When you get there, do you envision the holidays coming and you never eating any of those foods? Does that feel like the most workable plan for your future? 99% of you will say no. And this, my dear lively ladies, is why things like Overeaters Anonymous aren't exactly like Narcotics are not Anonymous or Cocaine Anonymous or Alcoholics Anonymous. You know why? Because in those worlds, you're like, yes, I know I can't drink anymore. I know I won't use cocaine anymore. Now, they may have slip ups, right? But in their heads, there's like, there's no space for it. There's no space for it in my life. Versus Overeaters Anonymous, which may say, never eat those foods again. And you're like, but really? <laughs> I mean, I can make a case for it being a source of energy. We will always be navigating these foods. I love the comparison of thinking about if you just lived on like a desert island and like, let's just make this fantasy world, right? And you're like, I have complete control over all the food that's there all the food. No one's around me to tempt me. I'm not seeing commercials. I'm not seeing like going out to restaurants. Would you incorporate those foods in? Would you keep them there? I think there's a much better chance we'd say no to that one. I wouldn't even want them there. But I'm going to tell you, unless you plan to live that life, you're going to need to learn how to navigate them. And so what we do when we're in diet brain, I'm comparing it this week to Overeaters Anonymous, right? Because when we're in that type of a brain where we're like, never eat it, never eat it, never eat it, never eat it, never eat it. It's the holidays, never eat it, never eat it. I can't have it. I can't even justify it as a form of energized eating. Yet Dr. Emily says I could make it part of my rest. Our energized eating plan is protein, veggies, and then the rest. My recommendation is to put it in the rest not to say never. And here's why. Because these foods create very predictable patterns in your brain. It's not just a hat rack, ladies. I am an obesity medicine doctor. <laughs> so here's what we know happens. You're going to at some point, let's say you nail this like 95% of the time, but some point in your life, you walk into a place and you smell fresh baked cookies, fresh baked Christmas cookies, and or maybe you're out Christmas shopping this year. And they're all over, by the way, as the free treats in the stores. Right? You walk in and they're like, try this. And you smell it. 
And your basic biology is going to say, you want it. You want it. You really do want it. Your brain's going to be like, psst, we like it. Grab some. It's okay. It's okay. You're doing really good. It's a special treat. You don't have it at home. It's okay. Our brains desire at a higher level, highly processed, highly palatable foods. That's these foods. Okay. And so when we tell ourselves, you haven't been able to have it, you haven't eaten it in a month, it's a special treat. We make it more special in our minds. We literally build it up and like put it on a cake pedestal. We're like, ah, right? <laughs> We're entering the room thinking, that's pretty amazing. Yep, and I haven't had it for a long time. I've been doing pretty good. That scale's been moving. Or you may be on the other side of it. That's pretty amazing. I haven't been doing that good anyway. Might as well have it. You are building a treat out of the food. That's kind of a mic drop there. You are building a treat out of the food. And when we do that, we make things more appealing in our brains. It's like, I always think of our brains as like almost having a hierarchy. It's like easily accessible, really good, big dopamine hit, not expensive. Yep, want it. Like we can't even navigate that. <laughs> And then we throw on it basic biology of like a little salivation, especially if you smell it and then you feel like you taste it. That will always be part of your existence. And the good news is, is it's true on some level for all humans. It's not just those of us who struggle with weight. All of us have it in our basic biology. You can't avoid that to be a human. And it's well intended because if we didn't eat, we would die. It's just we've learned as humans how to manipulate these foods in a way that is no longer serving us. So what's the difference with the humans who smell it or maybe look at it and they literally don't go out of control with it? Two things. One, they have other treats in their lives. They're not looking to food to be the only treat. And number two, they're likely looking at it as more of a nourishment standpoint than a treat standpoint. Now I say that lightly because I think if you ask them, they'd say it was a treat, but here's what I know. They haven't overly deprived their brains of foods because they've told themselves they couldn't ever have it. So in their mind, they haven't made it so extra special. They can look at it as a space where it's like, I could eat that. And then I could probably like enjoy a couple bites and walk away. And the thing about my lively ladies that I know is that that's how most of us envision ourselves dealing with these foods in the future. We just don't know how to go from our dieting, hypersensitive to food or overindulging food selves all the way to that. We don't know how to get there. So we try to eliminate it and we rush the process. No treats for you this week. When you look at it, I want you to consider that you could have those foods as a source of nourishment. Now, are they the best form of food to energize your body? No, proteins first, veggies next, and then the rest. What is that in our energized eating plan? You're gonna fill yourself primarily with proteins and veggies, but you don't have to say no to the other foods and make foods extra special to yourself. Now, when you do this, I want you to pay attention to your body. 
how do you feel when you eat these foods? And one particular lady in our Lively Lady Club this week, and I know she's listening to this podcast, so shout out, said, I asked her, how do you feel when you eat those foods? If you're struggling with how you're going to navigate it, how do you feel? And she said, not that great. I know I get bloated. I know I get like the energy peak and slump. I just know it. Like, I know it's not the primary energizing source for my body. And I'm like, great. Remind yourself of that. Because the more thoughts we have to serve that, the better aligned our eating becomes with creating an energized eating plan that works for you. Not a diet plan, an energized eating plan. So most of us will notice that most of those dopamine hits, most of that loviness that comes with these treats and these holiday foods comes within the first five or six bites, and then it's gone. And we override that with thoughts like, you've already broken your diet, you've already messed up, the scale's gonna be up, you might as well just go ahead and eat it all now because it's gonna be there the rest of the week and if you don't eat it now, you're gonna have to navigate it later. That is crazy diet brain, yet it's what we tell ourselves. It won't help you. What will help you is to say, okay, I'm still going to eat to energize my body. That's my favorite thought, by the way. I eat to energize my body. Can holiday special foods that are more along the lines of highly processed, highly palatable foods, your cakes, your breads, your cheeses, your whatever, right? Although cheeses aren't as highly processed, right? But these are the things coming out this time of year. Popcorn, cookies. Can they be part of nourishment? Sure. They're going to go in the rest. You're going to pay attention to how you feel. And you're going to stop when you're energized and satisfied. That does require a little bit of paying attention to your eating. And most of us want, when we consider it a treat, to be very black and white. By that I mean, I've got to decide how often I can have it, how many times. I love this because actually on our call, one of the ladies who like gave some of the best insight, I said, all right, so how will you incorporate them in? She's like, probably occasionally. When I said, well, what's occasionally? And she's like, let's say no more than twice a month. I'm like, no, you're going diet brain rules again, right? It's like, we don't trust ourselves at all. And so we stop it. But then ultimately, if best case scenario occurs, best case scenario, you get all the way to your healthy weight goals, that first reward will be that because you've made it that big in your mind. When instead, through this process, you could have created the journey there. Now, one of my ladies shared that she's like, I rush it too much, right? I know I'm in a rush. And I'm like, yes, because there's lessons to be learned so that by the next time the holidays come around, you set it up differently, right? You see what works for you. You test it. You tweak it. But here's the most beautiful part. You're going to be eating the rest of your life. And that's actually a good thing because you don't have to do it perfect right now. You just got to take one step forward in progress. One step forward in progress. Did you know you can work with Dr. Emily in the Lively Lady Club, no matter where you live? Hi, this is Dr. Emily. I wanna introduce you to my Lively Lady Club. It's our monthly weight loss membership where I provide all of the next level education tools to help you create energized eating plans, empowerment tools to help you become the authority of sticking to the plan, and tons of inspiration and community of other lively ladies doing it just alongside you. If you head to the link in my show notes, 
You can find out all about how to work with me to actually implement this and get coaching through all of your setbacks so that you hit those healthy weight goals in a way that sticks in real life. Just click on the link in the show notes. So as I told my lovely, lively ladies this week, I said, without fail, you're going to come back and you're going to tell me you ate more than you thought. You're either going to do it then or you're going to do it like two days later when it's still sitting in the cabinet. Without fail, you will. You won't do this perfect. But will you then allow yourself to choose progress over perfection? Will you then look at what went well, what went wrong, and how I can keep getting better? Will you allow yourself to be curious and grow as a human being? to be the version of you who, when you hit your weight loss goals, knows how to live there. I think about this a lot lately, especially with the new weight loss meds, right? And there's just more coming down the pike, which is a great thing. I consider all tools good things, but I I think it's extremely important that you understand that it's going to change the reward centers in your brain, right? It's going to change your hunger levels. No matter who you are as a human being, that's the intent of the medication. So if it's not, it's not working and you don't even need to be taking it anyway. Who are we kidding, right? But I think a lot of times what that is going to do and what we're going to see so many people managing their mind around is when they get to those healthy weight goals, they're either going to want to quit it and they're not going to have learned how to manage their mind around these foods, or they're going to have gotten lucky and still created weight loss because they are eating less of these foods, but they're going to start eating more of them again. So you're gonna do this work sooner or later, no matter what tool. I had to do it around weight loss surgery, right? I had so many thoughts about what I could and couldn't eat. I'm gonna tell you, if you haven't had weight loss surgery, I was explaining this to my dad recently, and I told him, I said, listen, when you first eat sugar after weight loss surgery, you think you're having a heart attack, like a literal heart attack. Like my heart was racing out of my chest, my stomach hurt, I was like dry heaving in the bathroom. It was awful, awful. And yet I kept eating it, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because I just don't think there's any scenario where it's likely going to be gone from your life. So it starts, my dear lively ladies, with looking at it as nourishment instead of a treat. You can put it in your energized eating plan. Do I think it's the most energized eating form to do it every single day and like make it a meal? No, probably not. That's probably emotional eating. But that's a whole different podcast episode, right? Because in that space, if you are watching how you feel in your body and looking at the thoughts that serve you, you won't want it every day. The only reason you would want it every day is because you're telling yourself you can't have it and creating all these really complex rules around it. So I remember times looking from like, when's the next time I can have it? In one week is my next exception. I can have it in one week and I could get through a week and that was good for weight loss, but it created rules that really didn't serve me when I went on vacation. Cause I was like, the rules are gone. I don't know. What do I do? Instead of just letting myself learn how to navigate it, no matter the scenario by creating thoughts that served me. If you are interested in doing this at a whole nother level, I want you to join us for the holiday magic creating holiday magic. How to lose weight at the holidays is our topic of the month this month in our Lively Lady Club. And we have made the decision to allow members in for the first half of the month. And we're doing a special, if you're listening to this in real time, where we're doing pay for the month of December, get January free. That's pretty amazing. Today's the day. Click the link in the show notes. 
you loved today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.